What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. We are halfway through the year, and that can only mean one thing. It is time to hand out the hardware. That's right, the first annual Casualty Awards awarded to some of the best things that have happened in the Big Ten at the midway point of the season. We're giving out the best win of the year, the best interim coach, the best coach, period. Some of the best fans will be getting an award today. And of course, the one that we've been waiting for, the offensive lineman with the best hair award will be awarded during this show. It's what you've all been waiting for. It's what you've been clamoring for. Literally, no people have asked for this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, Special episode. Not going to talk about any of the games coming up this week. Just going to hand out the awards and why waste any more time. Let's jump right in. We're going to start this year with the first ever casualty, the best interim coach of the year so far. And your nominees for best interim coach, Jim Leonard at Wisconsin. He's one and one right now. He beat Northwestern. He took Michigan State to overtime which I guess was pretty good. And, you know, he's doing a pretty good job. He's doing a bang-up job up there in Wisconsin. Our next nominee, Mickey Joseph at Nebraska. He's 1-2 and so far, but he did beat Indiana. And let's not forget, he almost beat Rutgers. They were winning in the first half, so that counts for something. Our third nominee for the best interim coach is whoever takes over after Iowa fires Kurt Ferentz which is soon to, it's got to happen soon, either this weekend or definitely by the end of the year or after the year is over. So whoever that guy is, nominated. And then lastly, our last nominee for the best interim coach, Mel Tucker. Anytime that coaching comes up, his name has to be involved or Michigan State fans will be upset. So Mel Tucker probably really should have an interim tag right now because he also might be on his last legs there in East Lansing. And the winner is for the first ever casualty award. Let me get the envelope here. It's Mickey Joseph. Congratulations to Nebraska. Mickey Joseph, the best interim coach at the midway point of the season. One and two. Don't forget, guys, he almost beat Rutgers. That's, that's got to stand for something. And he did beat Indiana. So congratulations. Mickey Joseph, best interim coach at the midway point of the year. Our next category is best win of the year. And the nominations are Northwestern because they beat Nebraska 31 to 28. It's their only win of the year. And we need to remember, folks, Northwestern has not lost a game when they're in a foreign country. Undefeated when they're not on American soil. So great win for them when they beat Nebraska week zero. Our next nominee is Purdue beating Minnesota 20 to 10. Everyone was on Minnesota. Everyone thought Minnesota was going to win the West. Purdue went up there and smacked them buns right there in Minnesota. Our third nominee, Iowa, when they beat South Dakota State 7 to 3 using no touchdowns and two safeties with a field goal to barely beat South Dakota State, who is ranked in whatever college football division they're in, 
great win for Iowa. I mean, for an Iowa team, that is, that's what you want. That's what you wanted going into that game. Two safeties and a field goal. Great win for Iowa. And then our last nominee is Michigan and Michigan fans getting a W on the Michigan State social media page. What a great win for them this week. That just happened yesterday. A little late nominee, maybe a write-in vote there. Uh, so good job by Michigan getting that. And the winner is, let me check the envelope. We have, what's this say here? Northwestern. Wow. Congratulations, Northwestern. Getting your maybe only win of the, I forgot I had an applause thing. Yeah, there we go. Crowd goes wild for Northwestern. Wow, what a great win for them when they went over to Germany and beat Nebraska 31 to 28. Again, possibly their only win of the year. So best win of the year for them was their only one. Good job for Northwestern. Great win. Wow. A casualty. First year. Really good for them. All right. Our next category. We're going to go down to best uniforms. Our first nominee is Maryland. I mean, come on, guys. Maryland. Love those uniforms. They're crazy looking. Sometimes they actually look cool. So Maryland nominated for best uniforms at the midway point of the season. Rutgers, our second nominee in the blackout game. Those were sick for sure. Everyone liked those on that Friday night game. And then our third nominee, we have Illinois. Those guys just look amazing all the time. I love their uniforms, especially last week when they had the navy with the orange pants. Looks sweet. And our last nominee is Michigan State with the script helmet. Possibly got copied by Mississippi State. I think it was this week. They had the exact same helmets. And let's check the envelope real quick, see who the winner is here. Maryland! Maryland, congratulations with the weird flag on your helmet. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves all the crazy designs you guys have. Congratulations on the best uniform casualty for the midway point of the season. Good job, Maryland. Wow, we're, we're buzzing right through this now. All right, next up, we're going to go up to, oh, this, one, this one's going to be tough. We have the best basketball player who is playing football. And our first nominee is Keon Coleman, MSU wide receiver. He actually plays basketball. He actually is on the basketball team too. It's crazy that he plays both sports. So weird. Our next nominee is Matthew Trickett from Minnesota. He's the kicker. He doesn't really play basketball, but he has the best three-point percentage in the Big Ten. If you catch my drift, Matthew Trickett nominated this year uh we also have tory taylor speaking of kicking the punter from iowa he's the punt yards leader right now and he's got a great high arcing shot on those punts which they could really use on the iowa basketball team so tory tory taylor basketball player playing football congratulations on the nomination and then our final nominee is ryan halinski doesn't play basketball he's the quarterback at northwestern but We've all seen Northwestern play basketball, and we all know that he could definitely be on the team. And our winner is Matthew Trickett, kicker. 
Matthew Trickett from Minnesota. Wow. Congratulations to Matthew Trickett. He's the best. Well, <laughs> pause is still going up. Best three-point percentage in the conference. He's actually tied with someone else, but I liked his name better, so I just chose his name. So congratulations to Matthew Trickett on your casualty. Congratulations. All right, next up, our next category is, I said next twice right there. We're going to go with Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. Our first nomination, Jeff Brom from Purdue, doing a fantastic job. Fantastic job over at Purdue. Getting those guys in contention in the West, possibly going to win the West. Our second nominee is Brett Bielema from Illinois, also in the West. Has them in contention, possibly going to win the West, maybe go to a Big Ten championship game. Our third nominee is Mike Hart from Michigan. Not only is he doing a great job with the rushing game, he's the running backs coach, but also had a seizure and came back last week against Penn State, and the the running backs from Michigan rushed for over 400 yards, so great job by Mike Hart. And then, of course, uh, our last nominee, Mel Tucker, again, from Michigan State. Coach of the Year and Interim Coach of the Year nominated. Congratulations. Once again, anytime coaching is brought up in the Big Ten, you have to mention the guy that's making, I believe, the most money out of anyone in the Big Ten coaching-wise. And our winner is for the casualty for Coach of the Year at the Midway Point. Brett Bielema, our king. Oh, congratulations, Brett Bielema, on your Coach of the Year midseason casualty. Man, I'm doing terrible with this applause. I should have just left that out. Oh, but Brett Bielema doing a great job at Illinois. They've only got one loss. They lost to Indiana. No one knows how that happened. Um, but he's coaching up the Fighting Illini. He's doing a great job. Dog, get away from me. You're breathing all up in the microphone. Um, congratulations to Brett Bielema. Really good work up at Illinois. All right, next up, we have our Player of the Year. Player of the Year category. Of course, you guys know I have to start out this casualty category with my favorite player that's in the Big Ten right now. His name's Chase Brown. He's from Illinois. He's got 1,000 rushing yards plus this year. Uh, our second nominee, also running back from Michigan. 13 touchdowns for Blake Corum. He's been nominated for the casualty. Our third nominee, Urban Meyer. Yes, Urban Meyer, player of the year. He has one confirmed affair so far this year. Definitely player of the year worthy. And then lastly, we have... Charlie Jones, nine touchdown passes. Or I'm sorry, he didn't pass them. That'd be crazy because he plays wide receiver. Nine touchdown receptions for Charlie Jones at Purdue. And the winner is for the midseason casualty award player of the year. Charlie Jones, Chuck Sizzle from Purdue. Forgot about this. <laughs> Wow, the crowd goes crazy. Charlie Jones, nine touchdown receptions. That's more touchdowns than Iowa has for the year. And that's worthy of the player of the year for the casual Big Ten podcast for the midway point of the season. All right, just a couple categories to go, and we're finishing up. Our second to last category here, probably the most contested, I just tweeted it out literally minutes ago. 
is the Offensive Lineman with the Best Hair Award. Now, folks, you got to go look at this tweet to see these guys' hair. And just for the record, my research on this was done by looking at all the offensive lineman pictures on ESPN and choosing four that had what I thought was the best hair. And your nominations are Taylor Fox from Iowa, Nolan, I'm going to say Rucci from Wisconsin, <laughs> not positive how to pronounce his name. Um, and we also have from Michigan State. Michigan State nominated a lot today. Jacob Merritt, offensive lineman. Great hair up at Michigan State. And then lastly, we have Cade McConnell from Minnesota, nominated for offensive lineman with best hair. And the winner is, drumroll, Taylor Fox, Iowa. Iowa getting their first casualty. Yes, that's right, folks. Iowa. Taylor Fox gets his first casualty award. Not even going to lie, guys. I tweeted out the picture of the four guys that were nominated, and I tagged all four of them. And Taylor Fox was the first to like it, so that's why he won. Congrats. Well, and also, if you look at the photo, he really does. I mean, he really does have the best hair. That, that photo, his hair is flowing. He's got some flow like no other. That that guy's hair is awesome. Super jealous. Congratulations to Taylor on your uh, casualty award. We'll be sending that out in the mail. Hope you get that soon. All right. Lastly, our let's make sure I got all the other categories before because I was bouncing around here. Uh, our final category, fan voted on category, is the fan of the or I'm sorry, the fans of the year. So the best fans in the Big Ten, as voted on by you, the listeners, a.k.a. the followers of Casual Big Ten on Twitter, over 123 votes on this. That's right, over 123 votes, 124 to be exact. Uh, tweeted this out three hours ago, and it's not even close. The nominees, though, for... The best fans in the Big Ten at the midway point of the season and earning their first casualty award. Nominations are Purdue, Iowa, Minnesota, and of course Nebraska. And the winner is with getting 82.3% of the votes, over 100 votes for Nebraska. Congratulations, Nebraska. That's so, uh, turn it up. Yeah, there it is. Oh, video ended. <laughs> there they are. Woo! Nebraska. I'll let this whole video play. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Such a dumb idea. I'm so stupid. I don't know why I do this stuff. Um, uh, but seriously, though, I did tweet that out. Nebraska fans who have the best fans of the Big Ten as voted on by the followers of Casual Big Ten on Twitter. That was the most votes I've ever gotten on any poll that I've ever posted anywhere. 124 votes in less than three. I don't know how much. I mean, it stays up for a whole day. I guess. I mean, I could. I might get 200, folks. I might get 200 votes. That would be nuts. Cashews even. Um, but congratulations to Nebraska. I have actually heard from multiple sources that have been to Nebraska games that this fact is true. I heard from a Michigan State friend, 
And I heard from, who was the other guy that I heard from? Uh, I think it was a Purdue guy. Um, both told me that Nebraska actually does have, for real and sincerely, the nicest fans when you go to visit. They're super cool. They're like, oh, no, it was a Texas guy. It was my neighbor. He went when Texas played at Nebraska. This was years ago. And he said like he met some random guys there, and they went out to the bar afterwards and just hung out, even though I believe Texas won by a lot. Um, they were super cool about it. They were just happy to meet new people. They're just there for the experience, and they love their team. Nebraska fans love their team. They, they go crazy for the Cornhuskers. But um, they're also what I've been told from multiple sources and now obviously from the vote. They're also the best fans in the Big Ten. So congratulations on your casualty, Nebraska fans. Great job. Ooh, that was a, that's a show, folks. I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. Um, I think I just wanted to put out another episode and we're halfway through the season. And I thought it would be a fun idea. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this show as much as I enjoyed trying to create it with the limited resources that I was using here. But uh, thanks for listening. Guys, the listening numbers have been going through the roof. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why people are listening to this podcast, but I'm just going to say that I appreciate every single one of you that is taking the time out to listen to my quick little podcast and uh, follow me on Twitter. Appreciate it. I hope you continue to follow, continue to listen. I'll be back on Thursday with my regularly semi-more professional show about the updated, I'm sorry, about the games that are happening this weekend, the five games that we have this weekend. But until then, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope your teams are doing well. Hope you're having a great week. And uh, we'll see y'all on Thursday.